Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Welcome back to Season 4 of Convert Central Here in Convert Central, we bridge the gap between Muslims from all backgrounds in Singapore regardless of whether you are converts, born Muslim or prospective Muslim Our podcasts are uploaded on Mondays and Fridays and our community events are held every month Be sure to join us whenever you can and let us know how we can do better on our social media platforms like Instagram or TikTok Recommend any of your convert friends to us so that they can share their stories via the forms you can find on our Instagram bio. So from all of us to you, we pray that this new season is enjoyable and beneficial. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Convert Central. So Alhamdulillah, right now we are in the start of our first Ramadan series where we talk about the first Ramadan experiences for some of the participants in our community. As you know, our community has not just born Muslims but also converts and also uh, perhaps some Muslims who are just returning to Islam after not practicing for you know the first part of their lives. So in this series itself, we'll capture their Ramadan story where we talk about how they started Ramadan, some of the challenges that you know they face in their first Ramadan. Hopefully, those who are listening to this podcast right now on your first Ramadan, you can listen to their experiences and lead to them and know that you are not alone. Everyone starts somewhere in Ramadan and Ramadan is the best place to start. You know, Quran is the best place to start when it comes to our ibadah. So, uh, inshallah, uh, today we are joined by a very, very special guest speaker. Uh, and we say special because he's the one that started Combat Central. And he's none other than Brother Carlos. He is uh, featured in the first episode of the first season of Combat Central. And, you know, he's been, you know, the first, one of our first few team members when we first started Combat Central as a very small side project. You know, fast forward two years later, now that it is in the March of 2020, I think about almost exactly two years uh, after uh, we started as Commerce yep. Central. Subhanallah, you know, is is you know before we started recording the podcast, we were just thinking about you know what what happened two years ago, and it's really mind blowing. And I have to say that I'm extremely grateful for you know uh, for you, brother Carlos, to to help us start off Commerce Central, and also the convert uh, and the, also the journey that Commerce Central has been on for the past two years. So uh, you know, this is just me rambling on Subhanallah, um, talking about you know the the numerous blessings that Allah has given us. But let's go to you know Ramadan today. Uh, this episode will be posted on the you know fourth of April. That means Ramadan has just started. So let's let's delve into your Ramadan, right? So I think before the recording started, you also mentioned to me that you converted in twenty eighteen, right? So yeah, yeah twenty eighteen. So then you you were in in Spain when you converted. So maybe you could tell uh-huh. me like how was your first Ramadan experience and wh- when do you when do you decide to f- begin fasting the entire run- month of Ramadan? Because sometimes it takes a while to work up to that, right? But for you. You took a shahara in 2018 and you decided to fast the entire month uh, in 2018. So how, how was it for you? like? Okay, first of all, I would like to say thank you to you for inviting me. And uh, I'm very glad that this is uh, going very well. I, I have been checking on Instagram and all that. I'm very impressed with the work you, you guys have been uh, putting on. And very happy for you. And I think it's a very great thing to help people who uh, just converted or, or uh, to find people in the same situation, I think that's uh, that's a great way to, to get stronger and, and, and to get support. My first Ramadan, as you said, is uh, 2018, exactly. So something that you say in the introduction is uh, it's totally real for me because um, I, I converted in March uh, 2018, okay? And and then I didn't practice for a few months. Like it was in my mind, I was Muslim and all. 
uh, I was reading, uh, getting myself uh, like ready, but I didn't uh, find the moment to start, like start praying, start uh, until Ramadan. So Ramadan was the perfect excuse to start practicing and to and to start praying, to start fasting, and it was like like that push you need uh, sometimes to do something new. So it was great for me that it was uh, just like I think 2018 was June or mid June. So it took me a few months to to start, and Ramadan was the perfect excuse. I was in Spain at that time with my wife. Yeah, it was. It was uh, different than it is now. Now that I'm living in Singapore, alhamdulillah. Uh, and and yeah, you, you mentioned that uh, in Spain then in 2018 that was summer when Ramadan came about, uh-huh. right? So, uh, associated, you know, in the month of Ramadan, it's really difficult in Singapore itself when we, when it's it's a little bit hot, it's a little bit humid. But you also mentioned it in Spain, the days are longer and the nights are shorter. That means less uh-huh. time to, you know, less time to eat, less time to rest and more time spent fasting, right? Um, what were the challenges that you met uh, when you first had your Ramadan in Spain, 2018? Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. It was summer. So I think here in Singapore, it's around uh, 12 hours, right? Uh, a bit longer, right? Yeah, but 13 hours? Spain, yeah, 13 hours in Singapore. 13 hours. So in Spain, in summer it was like i don't know 16 hours something like that and it was the first time i did it so it was quite long it was hot i would say that i remember more being tired than hungry like until the full day uh, especially without drinking water it was like a shock like like it was the first time i did as a muslim and it was like oh my god is it is it going to be like but it was a very good experience. Uh, it made me stronger you know, on my faith, on my on my Muslim, uh, on my Islam um, practicing. And yeah, uh, the challenges was there. Uh, uh, feeling tired also, uh, doing something new that I, I hadn't done before. Uh, what else? Uh, oh, being alone just with my wife, like it was the only us who, who practice all, all my family is, uh, they are not Muslim, of course, they are Christian. So it was only us sharing the journey with, uh, she was incredibly helpful uh, yeah. with me. She, she supported me, it was very nice. Uh, and it was, it was okay. Mm. Yeah. I see, I see. And uh, I just wanted to ask a question as well. For your, for your social circle, when you first uh, took your Shahada in 2018, right? And you first decided to fast, right? Was that a challenge for you also? Like trying to communicate to them that you were fasting? Or, or how was the situation like back, back in Spain with your family and friends? Okay, especially at work. I remember that um, at work, I worked um, in an office. And um, we have our break uh, for lunch, right? So I remember uh, normally going to the canteen and, and have lunch with my colleagues and all. But during that month, I, I wasn't eating, right? So uh, I didn't want to go to the canteen as well. So I, I remember, remember I used to go to my car 
um, stay there for for the hour, drive around, or even take a nap to to have a nap because nobody else was fasting. So uh, yeah, I remember that also with my friends. Sometimes when we had to like, especially on the weekends, we we used to go out at night for dinner with them, and during that month we didn't do it, but. Um, that part, it, it was fine. It was only at work that it was a bit weird, like uh, not going for lunch with the colleagues like, like I used to go. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Um, so let's, let's focus on then how do we get past the challenges, right? I think uh, for when we talk about not eating and not drinking, especially for our first Ramadan, uh, it's definitely difficult. Um, I, that is probably the most upfront challenge that we have to face. You know, the, the social challenges probably come a bit later when you start to realize, oh, I have to tell my friends, I have to tell my family that I'm fasting. Uh, when it comes to food and drinks, most of the time, uh, as, as we've interviewed the other speakers, when it comes to this particular series, we, we remind ourselves of the intentions of why we fast. And, and we also, you know, uh, remember that when, when, when we are fasting, and when we live in a multicultural, multi-religious society, especially in Singapore, and as if you are in Spain, right? Um, the fact that we see people eat and we continue fasting, that is more rewards for us. That, that makes us, that makes our fast uh, more rewarding. And that is uh, in, in one of the narrations of the Prophet Wasallam, where he said that his companion, because he is sitting with us while, we, while, while they were eating, uh, his fast was more uh, blessed and more rewarding. So this is not a... Uh, you know, this is, is, it's not a bad thing, you know, that uh, sometimes we think that, uh, oh, if our friends, they think that when, we, when they eat around us when we're fasting, oh, they, they are, they are, it's bad for us and we, and we get uh, more hungry. Mm. Perhaps it's more challenging, but it's also more rewarding yeah. and it's encouraged for us to sit in circles regardless of whether um, we are eating or not, you know, while we are fasting to just join in the conversations and everything. So um, for you then, let's focus on the challenges that are more like um, social challenges for you. You mentioned that you were lonely with your, um, you were alone with your, uh, just your wife in, in Spain and also some of the challenges you met at work and at home. Um, how do you get past these challenges? Like what, what helped you in your first Ramadan or perhaps in the next few Ramadans, you, what helped you to get past these challenges? Okay. And first, uh, the biggest help came from my wife. Uh, she is a born Muslim and then uh, she was very supportive, as I said. Uh, remember waking up at night, uh, in the middle of the night, I was very tired, but she had already woken up, uh, prepared the food, uh, prepared some drinks. Uh, so that was very helpful and very supportive. Uh, it was great. And then I remember coming back home at night and then uh, she was preparing dinner. So it was great, a great feeling. We sometimes joke like, oh, you were extra nice uh, when it was Ramadan, like, like uh, it was, it was uh, great from her. Also, um, another thing that helped me uh, go through the challenge is myself. I think, um, like, as you said, Ramadan um, makes you better, right? It's, it's a feeling that you are able to go through this, especially me as a, a non-born Muslim. When I thought about Ramadan before converting, I thought, oh my God, I, I couldn't do that. It's impossible. Like, 
how can I go through one full day working or or doing my 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 daily life normally without eating, without drinking? It's impossible. But being there and being uh, realizing that I'm also able to do it, uh, it made me a lot of um, um, self-esteem. Like, like I'm 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 capable to do this, so I'm going to try to do it. And I remember thinking the first day, oh, but this is not only today. It's going to be tomorrow as well, and it's not going to end tomorrow. It's going to continue for 30 days. How can I do this? How can I uh, handle this? How can I manage this? But being able to to see the days passing, like uh, one week, and then you can you have done it, and you are okay, you are fine, you are you are stronger, mentally stronger, and then two weeks, and then at the end of Ramadan, it's a very big uh, feel of happiness, of joy. Uh, so so yourself yourself i think it's um not only people around you of course people who loves you and people who is going to help you but also yourself uh, being capable to do it and and having the strength uh, to do it realizing that you are strong that you are stronger than what you thought i think that's 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 the bigger engine that uh, that that you have you know when we when we Sometimes when we do acts of worship, we remind ourselves, right, that uh, we we pray from Allah, with Allah, to Allah, you know. And when we say from Allah, we, we recognize that um, the intention of praying is from Allah. The command of praying is from Allah indeed. But the food that we eat that gives us energy is from Allah, you know. Our, the knowledge that uh, we, we've been given and we've, we've, we've been taught to pray is also from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We then say from, from Allah. And then we also say with Allah. So when we are praying, you know, Allah hears all of our thoughts. He, 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 he sees everything that we do, you know. And, and when, when the servant thinks of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he's alone, Allah also thinks of him when he's alone. When he speaks of Allah in a congregation, Allah also speaks of him in a congregation. He's also giving us the rewards of it. He's also helping us through it. And we also remind ourselves that we are doing it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. as well. who is the object of our worship. And, and fasting... Fasting is a day-long reminder of, of this entire act, right? That we eat sahur and we acknowledge that food is from Allah. We eat the pre-dawn meal. Uh, when we fast, we, we are again reminded to think of Allah, uh, the one who has the most consciousness and the one who, is, who remembers Allah the most is the best of believers. And then we also reminded that who else are we fasting for other than Allah? Who else are we fasting for? And who else are we going against our natural inclination to eat and drink when we are hungry and thirsty you know other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you're 100% right you know in a sense where you, you, you think about fasting and, and it's difficult it's definitely difficult when we first start you know especially people who have not fasted their entire lives and we, the first time we try and then you get past the first day and you're like okay you know this is such an achievement but you realize that there are 29 days ahead of you and it's going to be a long journey ahead right and then you, you get reminded that you're not doing it alone you know, firstly, Allah is there with you. And secondly, you're, you're not there alone because you have, you have your wife, you have, you know, in, in, for other people's circumstances, you have your friends, you know. And in, in Singapore, hopefully we have a community who is able to help us, a rather strong community at this point of time, you know. And, and definitely that really helps us in, in Ramadan when it comes to 
um, managing our, you know, our urge to eat or drink. We, we fast with, with people around us, we are fasting, we fast together, it makes it easier, you know. Mm-hmm. And or even when we surround ourselves with friends, when we break our fast when we, or when we start our fast together, you know, these things really help. And, and these things uh, go the long run. And indeed, the, the HO, the, the, you know, uh, saying that goes, if you want to run fast, you run alone. And if you want to run long, you run together, you know. And in Islam, it's never about running fast and burning out. It's always about running as long as you can and all the way to the end. And as you run, you get faster because your ability to run gets, gets better. And mm-hmm. you run with your friends and yeah. all of you, you guys reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala together. And that's why we call ourselves an ummah, right? So thank you for, for sharing that. It was really, really something that was, um, that was at the back of my uh, mind and I wanted to talk about what really helped me. Yeah. Yeah. Also, also what you said about not being alone, like, like I said, uh, okay, we were only two fasting at home, but you have the feeling of the whole uh, Islam community in the world. Like we are doing something together, right? It's not, it's not only me in Spain with my wife. It, I, I have the feeling of belonging, uh, watching the news and, and seeing that uh, people fasting around. Of course, in Spain, it's more difficult. There is an Islam community, but uh, it's, it's smaller than here in Singapore. But like it's a global thing, and, and it's not only, only me and my wife, but uh, millions of people doing this because we, we realize and we know and we believe that there is something uh, bigger than us. And when during the year, the, the rest of the 11 months, when we have our food in our table, in our plate, we might not realize this, but during the month of Ramadan, we, we do because we, we are thirsty, we are hungry, we, we need it. So, so sometimes it's good that we force ourselves to realize that there is something Allah is bigger than us and, and he's there. And, and when we need it, uh, he will provide uh, food and drink or whatever we need. You know, on this case, in Ramadan, food and drink. And, and yeah, that's, that's also an important, uh, an important help. Like thinking that it's not only you and millions of people and also like Allah is there and it's a reminder that it's not us who, who put food in our table it's him 100% 100% uh, and, and that's why that's why when we when we have our sahur or when we have iftar we recite certain supplications to help us remember that you know um, we fasted for his sake but the food is also from him and that's how we, 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 we be grateful, right? And we set the intentions when we eat. We say, I'm eating so that I can, you know, engage in more acts of worship for your sake. And that's when we get blessings through all the minute things that we do in our lives. So I uh, thank you for sharing your first Ramadan experience. Uh, you know, let's, let's move on to the, the second half of the podcast where we talk about the month of Ramadan itself, right? Um, the month of Ramadan in Singapore and many parts of the world, we always, you know, uh, refer it to the, the month of fast, you know, uh, that's, that's what we always associate it with because uh, when Ramadan comes, you know, okay, we're going to get hungry, we're going to get thirsty and that's, that's, what, that's, what, what, we're gonna, that's what we're going to feel. But um, some, sometimes, you know, um, it, it's also important to really understand the significance and the beauty of the month of Ramadan itself. Why are we fasting? You know, um, what is the, you know, beauty of Ramadan? The beauty of Ramadan in the month itself is not just because we fast the entire month, right? It's also a month that we get to engage in a lot of different types of acts of worship, 
you know, we even being grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for what we have is a type of worship. In, in the Quran, Allah says, if you are grateful, I will increase you, you know. So there are indeed many different types of acts of worship that we do in Ramadan, but there are also some specific Ramadan Uh, you know, based act of worship that we do, like for example, the Taraweeh prayers where we pray after Isha. So for you, um, beyond just the fast itself, when did you really first personally experience the beauty of the month of Ramadan from a community perspective or from a spiritual personal perspective? When did it really hit you uh, that Ramadan is such a beautiful month, beautiful opportunity for us to do better as Muslims? I don't know, uh, because... As I said, I have a, I didn't have the chance in Spain like to to be able to like breakfast uh, with friends, breakfast with with groups. Uh, it's just been my wife and me. And then when we came to Singapore 2020, um, right after we arrived, COVID started. Right, so all the restrictions. Uh, My wife was saying, "Oh, Ramadan in Singapore will be much better. We will we will celebrate more. We will uh, breakfast together with my family, with friends." But then COVID happened, and and there were still restrictions, so we couldn't really gather with much people. So for me, Ramadan is um, so far what I have experienced. It um, been able to. To get better as a person and as a Muslim, also being able to 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 overcome difficulties uh, because fasting is not only not eating, right? It represents much more. It's not only um, I cannot eat from from seven to to seven. No, it it's much more. It represents all the problems, all the issues. Or all the difficulties you might face in your life. So being able to to overcome this, it, it gives you a strength for during the rest of the year, the rest of your life, um, being strong enough to 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 overcome the rest of the difficulties. If you can go through a full day working. Um, Being outside on the humid day in Singapore, uh, if you are able to do this, why can can uh, you cannot do anything else? Like uh, any problem that you might have. So for me, that's the beauty of Ramadan. That that's so far what we have, what I have experienced. Like oh, um, I'm able to overcome everything. So a problem is a problem that is there, but with myself and especially with the with the power of Allah uh, that gives you uh, through your body or through your mind uh, that's that's how how you are going to go through your life life is not easy as we know uh, we 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 might um, we might experience um, some difficulties but Allah is there and and he gives you the strength to, to overcome it so for me so far that's my my biggest um, learning experience from ramadan just uh, like trusting him mm-hmm. trusting him in uh, giving me the the tools and the and the power to overcome difficulties as we overcome fasting in ramadan so mm-hmm. it's just a representation of 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 our our life 
Well, that that was so well said, brother. Subhanallah. Uh, th- that was actually such an amazing, you know, uh, response to the beauty of Ramadan. Um, indeed, Ramadan itself is more just is fasting itself is is more than just abstaining from water and food. You know, is is the the significance of it is abstaining from our, from our desires, our nafs, right? So if if and and we are told to abstain from our desires and, and point towards Allah when we fast and when we think of think uh-huh. of Allah when we fast, right? There are, there are different degrees of fast as well. The first degree is to abstain from just, you know, uh, drinking and eating. And the second degree is, is to, you know, uh, devote more time in worship, think of Allah more and fast from not just, uh, uh, you know, our, 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 our consumption of, of food and water, but also from our, from our senses, you know, we don't look at anything that's haram. We don't listen to anything that's haram. We don't say anything that's haram. And, and the highest level of fast would be the fast of the prophets where they didn't even have, you know, their, their thoughts towards Allah did not even leave him for even a second of the fast, you know. Uh, if, and if they had left him, then they, they to themselves, it's considered as if they have already broken their fast. So fasting itself, it's really such a beautiful uh, experience with Allah and, and you're right in Ramadan it's, it's, and it's a separate thing Ramadan where we are asked to fast for 30 days straight you know normally mm-hmm. even the most demanding of fast uh, the, the companions will ask or someone will ask the Prophet what is the fast that I can do if I'm able to uh, um, if I'm able to um, if I have strong capability I can afford to do it and the Prophet say you know fast like the, like the fast of my brother uh, Prophet Dawood you know fast one day and, 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 and eat one day and fast another day and eat one day that means alternate days of fasting but in the month of Ramadan itself we are told to fast for 30 days you know and although it's the most blessed time of the year it's also sometimes the most difficult the toughest time of the year you're right where we have to juggle our fast our work you know our emotions when we fast and, and it's so difficult but at, at the same time it's also a training ground you know shaitan is trained up on, a, on the month of Ramadan and, and you know and we are told to abstain from the things that were used to make halal for us, you know, for, for the time of our fast. And, and that's when, for the rest of the year, you can remember that I've done this during Ramadan. I've done much more. I've done much more in the month of Ramadan. I've prayed much more in the month of Ramadan. You know, outside yeah. Ramadan, I can do better. I can pray a little bit more, you know. I, 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 I'm able to abstain from a little bit more, you know, stop, you know, decrease our consumption of, of Netflix, things like that. And, and that is the beauty of Ramadan. You know, to, to show the believer the strength of his faith, how strong we can be when we decide to put our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that, you know, normally we would not go 12, 13 hours without eating. And when Allah tells us to do so, we trust and we do it. And, and that, that is the trust that brings us through the day. That's, that is truly the beauty of Ramadan. Subhanallah. Thank you for sharing that. And that's why we should strive, even though it's the first Ramadan, we should strive to do as yeah. much as we can. Yeah. And, and when things are more difficult, like in Ramadan, yeah. Like uh, waking up to pray Fajr, or you you feel better, right? As you said earlier, you said earlier, um, the reward is stronger. Like, but the reward uh, when we talk about reward, I don't expect anything material or or a better job. It's just feeling the feeling inside you that Allah makes you gives you when you when you do the effort, right? So um, when you wake up for Fajr or when you fast for a full day in Ramadan, you you feel better and 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 you, you and you think better of yourself. Like, oh, you are able to do this thanks to Allah. So why not trust Him in in some other things 
well, why don't trust him when you have difficulties and you have problems? He will help you as well. Like he helps you to wake up for fajr or, or to fast for one full day or for the full month. So that's, that's a good uh, way to learn. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing to, to, to that, that's a good example uh, to give him your, your trust and your confidence when, when, when you um, um, more need it, right? 100%, 100%. So thank you so much for sharing uh, your experiences and your wisdom. Um, truly, it's such a beautiful discussion when we, whenever we have one about Ramadan. And thank you for you know, sharing your experience. Once again, coming back to Commerce Central to share about your experience. So I, I, I truly hope, we truly hope that um, when it comes to Ramadan, even if it's your first time, or you know, perhaps you've been far from Allah in the past, it's been a difficult year, right? Um, Take Ramadan as an opportunity. Don't waste it. Um, don't waste this beautiful month that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us to get back closer to Him. You know, to, to test yourself and to show yourself again that you can do it as a Muslim. You know, that you were chosen to be in the ummah, the community of the beloved Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, for a reason. You know, so don't, don't waste this opportunity, inshallah. And I think before we end, uh, let's just talk about just two more short questions, right? And the first question would be um, for those who just begin fasting their first Ramadan or who just started to practice in Ramadan itself, what advice uh, can you give to them uh, for, for these people? Okay, when we do things for first time, it's special, right? Always special. When you, when you travel the first time, when you give your first first kiss or anything, it's always special, right? So uh, why waste it? Like, uh, if you have the chance to experience something for first time, enjoy it fully. Okay? Uh, we know we have been talking that Ramadan is a difficult uh, moment, but uh, why not em- embrace it? And, and it's only one first time. Okay? So I'm sure that um, us, you or me or anyone else who is listening that is not her her or his first Ramadan will think, oh, uh, during my first Ramadan, I, I, I didn't do this fully. I, I regret doing this. So um, just, just enjoy it. Try to enjoy it. Um, it, it will be uh, a memory. Okay? It, will, it, it will be a memory that will last forever. So maybe um, in two years' time, uh, Brother Kevin will call you to, to, to share your, your, your experience in Converse Central. So um, just, just, just think that it's your first Ramadan and it's the, it's the only first time that you are going to do this. Like, this is the only first time. So enjoy it and embrace it. Um, Trust people who is around you, who has more experience, and, and listen to them. Um, yeah, just just be open to learn, and and, and don't think all the time about food, uh, drink, because that makes it that makes it worse. Yeah. Just uh, just just go go with it, and and I'm sure uh, you will feel better uh, with yourself. Thank you so much, Rada. Thank you so much.
And one last question for, for yourself, you know. Uh, in, in this Ramadan, for yourself, maybe you can check back this podcast when we upload it in Ramadan and maybe at the end of Ramadan. What is one sunnah? One is one, what is one act of the Prophet that you would like to adopt during the month of Ramadan, this Ramadan? Sometimes when I'm uh, uh, outside, when I'm outside, I, I feel the excuse of missing a prey. Like, for example, I'm, I'm at work and then uh, I'm going to miss a prey. I, I don't do the effort to pray there, to play in the play. So maybe during Ramadan, um, it, this year it can be the perfect excuse to try to change that. So if I'm in someone's home or, or if I'm out to work, I can, I can pack my, my, my stuff for praying the mat. And and do that, yeah. I think I think that one would be great to do. Difficult also, to be honest. Uh, sometimes we feel lazy, but uh, Ramadan can be can be a good push uh, to do that. Alhamdulillah, yeah. In, indeed, like even the smallest of acts in the month of Ramadan use a lot of rewards, right? So even if let's say we have already been praying the five prayers, then maybe in Ramadan we just want to pray on time, you know. Uh, so who comes to pray, you know? Asar comes, we pray. Uh, or maybe we've, 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 we've been uh, learning, um, we've, we've, we've really been making to us after our prayers, like how most masjids in Singapore, they would practice, right? Maybe this Ramadan, we could just learn maybe five more, five more new du'as of the Prophet Sallallahu It can be like that as well. So any sunnahs that we, can, we like to adopt in, in the month of Ramadan is a good sunnah to adopt. And what better time than Ramadan, right? So thank you so much, Brother Carlos, once again for coming on to Convert Central and sharing your Convert story to start us off in uh, when we first started Convert Central and this Ramadan to start us off for our Ramadan series. You know, this is, I think, the second day of Ramadan when we post it. Um, before, I end, before I end the podcast, I'd just like to talk about some of the initiatives that Convert Central has uh, prepared for the community this Ramadan. Uh, the first one will be, of course, our podcast where we talk about uh, of the first Ramadan of uh, many different people in the community. They have been, they are going to be Asatizas that come on to talk about their first Ramadan, uh, converts and bomb Muslims as well. Um, and other than our podcast, we also have our TikTok where we, uh, we're going to focus on Ramadan content. So stay tuned for that. TikTok at converts underscore central. Uh, do follow us on our TikTok. Um, on our Instagram as well, we have our Instagram live there for those who are very eager and all of us should be eager as well to um, meet Laira Tukadur. How do we prepare to meet Laira Tukadur and what are the things that we can do um, during Laira Tukadur itself? Other than that, we also have a Ramadan uh, guidebook um, to you know booklet to help us to re- refine our intentions and check our progress in the month of Ramadan and last but not least we have our community events during the month of Ramadan itself this month we are meeting um, once a week to discuss whether we have you know to discuss about anything whether it be sahur or iftar or whether you know uh, these are Ramadan goals or not or whether have we been meeting our goals over the course of the month itself? So do stay tuned uh, mainly via our Instagram page to, to you know, join any of these initiatives. We would love to have you there. We would love to have anyone who feels lonely to come and to be introduced to our community. So don't be shy. Inshallah, reach out and we, we'll meet you halfway. Inshallah. So thank you again, Brother Carlos. And uh, I'll see you in the next episode. Let's end this episode by reciting Tasbih Kafara and Surah Al-Asr. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdika ashhadu alla ilaha illa anta astaghfiruka wa atubu ilaik. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Wal asl innal insana lafi khus illa alladhina amanu wa amilu salihati wa tawassaw bil haqi wa tawassaw bis sabr. Assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.